Bowen McGee for TKD. This is Mo and McGee on Fantasy here with the big time playoff primer episode, Kevin. Uh, hopefully a lot of our listeners, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, if you've been listening to this next segment, Flexible Flex Plays, you might be well on your way to that first round playoffs. Uh, a big, big week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no stinkers this time. Um, we've been doing really solid these last few weeks, making sure we Filling out those uh, flex spots for you if you're banged up and, and need somebody to sub in. Um, I, you know, not not the highest point total out of LaVisca Chenault at 7.4, but the higher upside guy I had, Laquan Treadwell, 10.8 is not shabby either. Um, and, and you didn't do too shabby yourself. No, Kevin, I did really well. I had Gabriel Davis, who ended up with 15.3 fantasy points, and this one was kind of cheating because he was going to be the wide receiver too, but KJ Osborne went out and had 17.3 himself. So two really nice flex plays for you. Uh, I believe someone in the TKD league did use KJ Osborne. So, you know, we're helping somebody out. Yeah. Helping at least one person out. Um, and let, let's hop into this week's um, flexible flex plays. And my first one is Ray Ray McLeod. Um, not a name that I was anticipating saying at all this season, but um had eight targets against the Vikings, um, parlayed that into six catches and 32 yards. So not the highest point total, but did have some uh, deeper shots downfield that unfortunately didn't quite go his way. I think those can um, go the, go his way this week, especially because he faces that uh, that Tennessee defense that I love to pick up uh, pick on. Um, I think Ray Ray McLeod, if you're if you're looking for a guy to sub in, get you. A safe 10 points. I, I think this is your week for um, if, if you've uh, been looking to play him. Yeah, Kevin, I'm not so sure about that one, but, uh, you know, what do I know? I had a bunch of zeros in a row. So um, I think the target tree there is a, a little crowded. However, one thing that could go to your benefit is Chase Claypool is, a, is an absolute idiot. Um, you know, I could see him getting his snaps uh, reduced in this game. Uh, Ray Ray McLeod actually did have a 20% target share uh, against the Vikings. We've seen Pat Fryermuth kind of fade into the background a little bit, and these wide receivers pop back up. Ray Ray McLeod is also a guy, he's a perfect, you know, low floor, high upside guy that he can take any of those short catches that he had last week and just take them deep. Uh, he's super quick. He's He's used on punt and kick returns, um, so he has some skill there. Another guy with plenty of skill um, that I, I think he could be flexible with a flex play this week is uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, 14 points last week on seven targets. Jarvis Landry does find himself on the COVID list. We'll see if he can get two negative tests in um, in time for Sunday, but I, I don't think that's likely. Um, Cleveland doesn't like throwing that's it a lot. What's that? He tested positive. Oh, yeah, he tested positive, landed on the COVID list. So he needs two negative tests since he's vaccinated before uh, coming in on Sunday. Um, I think Donovan Peoples. No, I'm just rules are rules. Um, I I know my rules. Uh, But Donovan Peoples Jones, I think, is uh, has an opportunity to soak up a bunch of those targets. 
faces a very vulnerable Las Vegas defense that we saw get torched um, by Kansas City. Uh, I, I think he's the flexible flex play this week. If, if you want to bank on one guy, I think you could go with Rory McLeod, but I would go down to people's Jones. Yeah, Kevin, uh, how many, guess how many people, guess how many, uh, you know, guess how many people on the Cleveland Browns had a target last week? Uh, they generally have a really wide tree, so I'm guessing 10. That was six, and three of those oh. six were running backs. So, uh, wow. yeah, uh, Donovan, Peoples Jones, Don, Donovan Peoples-Jones has had a 23% target share. Jarvis Landry had 26. Um, I think Austin Hooper is a really nice name if you need a tight end this week. Uh, you know, And I think Donovan Peoples-Jones is a slam dunk. Very similar to my KG Osborne pick last week. It's a guy who is not widely rostered. Uh, but it's a guy stepping into a massive workload in a, in a fancy-friendly uh, environment. So uh, I think that's a slam dunk, not Ray, Ray McLeod. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> okay, Wise, well, who, who are your flexible flex plays? Yeah, I'm looking at this, and I don't even like my <laughs> own flex plays. So. <laughs> maybe maybe Ray, Ray McLeod doesn't look so bad after all, huh? No, I, okay. My first one is Juwan Jennings. Um you know, from the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Um, Juwan Jennings is a guy who we've talked about on the pod a couple times. Uh, I think he's just a really, you know, really talented guy. Um, this last week against Cincinnati had five uh, targets, caught three of them for 46 yards, ended up with 7.6 fancy points. Um, this week he has to face Atlanta, who is hemorrhaging points. Um, and, and I really like him as... Um, the guy, Debo Samuel, we saw only had one catch. He's being used more as like a hybrid player. Uh, Brand Ayuk, obviously, George Kittle. However, Juwan Jennings, I think, is a guy that defenses are not going to roll coverage to. He can get some one-on-one matchups and win them. Yeah, against a vulnerable Atlanta defense that really is just held down by A.J. Terrell, I think there's going to be opportunity outside of um, that, that top, top option, and that screams Juwan Jennings. Um I, I do like uh, I do like San Francisco to throw for some touchdowns this week. More on that and to write that down. But um, I think you're you're definitely hoping for a touchdown if you're playing Jawan Jennings. Um, but he might get one, so I'm not I'm not going to roast him uh, the way that you did Ray Ray McLeod. <laughs> you're a nicer guy than me, Kevin. Um, <laughs> my next guy is Deonta Foreman. Um, Deonta Foreman, uh, we saw. Uh, you know, sorry, um, Hillard, I don't, I don't even remember what his first name is. That's what I was trying to look up. Um, we saw him kind of fall off. We saw Deonta Foreman step into that kind of uh, timeshare with Jeremy McNichols uh, and Hillard. Um, I actually really like Deonta Foreman this week. Pittsburgh was just gashed by the Minnesota Vikings, both Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. Uh, they're going to be without T.J. Watt. They're going to be without a linebacker. I like Deonta Foreman to have a nice game for you if you need a running back fill-in. Um, and I think he's a nice flex play as, you know, this could be a very competitive game with Deonta Foreman catching the ball and running it. Yeah. Um, uh, two two games ago against the Patriots, had 19 carries for 109 yards, and then um, gets the touchdown last week against Jacksonville, as, as, as you said, I, I think – 
Tennessee wants to pound the rock and no better person to pound the rock than Deonta Foreman. I think he's built um, closer to Derrick Henry than any of the other guys that they have. Um, I, I don't mind the pick against a, a really, really, really bad rush defense in Pittsburgh, which is, and we, we talk about not being able to predict things. I thought that was one that we would be able to see coming because um, uh, Pittsburgh being good against the run, but apparently not. Yeah, uh, definitely a weird year. You shouldn't, I'm not going to recommend to pick on Pittsburgh very often, but uh, they've been just being gashed every week. Um, talking about getting gashed, here's some fantasy hotbeds where we're expecting the score to be high. Uh, we have Chiefs Chargers. Obviously, you are starting all your studs, but who are some guys outside there that you like? Um, all right, Joshua Palmer. That's all. Uh, yeah, Joshua. I love Joshua Palmer. If you listen to the first podcast this week, um, you had picked him as a name to remember, and I'm saying, cash in now. Get Joshua Palmer. Um, you know, maybe you get burnt by Jalen Guyton, but I, I think Joshua Palmer has his opportunity to come to his own right here, right now. Yeah, I act, uh, I like Jalen Guyton as well. Joshua Palmer on the Chiefs side. Um, this is a Thursday night matchup where uh, Andy Reid usually weirdly likes to feature, like, uh, you know, have a tight end or have a touchdown play for, like, Byron Pringle or something. Uh, we saw Josh Gorin get schemed up for a touchdown. Um, you know, it's it's not a bad thing to take a stab at, uh, you know, one of those Chiefs receivers, Michael Hardman, Byron Pink, Pringle. Um, I couldn't tell you which one's going to be it, but if you want to take a stab, I would. Yeah, especially in daily fantasy where you can put out a few lineups and if you get burnt on one of them, not a big deal. Um, some really high ceilings um, in, in this game for sure uh, by those fringe players. Yeah, let's talk about uh, Cardinals-Lions as well. They have an implied total of 47.5. And, and I actually want to uh, – I'm trying to pull up, Kevin. Uh, what does that mean for the for the Cardinals? they got to be heavy favorites predicted to score a lot of points. Yeah, if, without looking, I'm guessing they're ten and a half point favorites. This is and a half point favorites. They're predicted to score thirty yeah. points. Yeah, that is a that's that's a lot of points. Um, I, I actually like the other end of this. I expect the Lions to be trailing. I think the Cardinals are going to come out after a tough loss and just try to beat the absolute piss out of the Lions, who uh, a lot of teams have tried and been very very successful at. Amon St. Brown. Um, if he's on the waiver wire, uh, scoop him up. Uh, th- this could be a, a huge one for him, um, especially if you need a flexible flex play. Um, didn't put him in there because, obviously, I think he should already be rostered in most leagues, but uh, I, I love him on wrestling Brown. And something to watch in this game, as the Cardinals are heavy favorites, James Conner went in to get an MRI uh I think today, and so if he's banged up, Chase Edmonds, I believe, is close. But Eno Benjamin, uh, either way, if Edmonds uh, ends up playing, or if Connor's out, I like Eno Benjamin to to get in there and show, uh, you know, he has some skill. Good name. I love Eno Benjamin. Uh, Kevin, let's go down to the write that down predictions where we kind of had a stinker. Yeah, wild flexible flex plays were uh, red hot. Uh, we are ice cold on write that downs this last week. I had Deontay Johnson, 10 or more catches against Minnesota. Um, I thought he was going to catch fire at the end of that game. He did not. I think he ended in five. 
Um, and my other pick, I thought it was a lock. Um, two struggling offenses and the Raiders and Chiefs. I thought that 49.5 was way too many points. Well, the Chiefs almost scored that on their own. So, um, and you know what? That still almost went under because the Raiders scored so few points. But uh, ugly, ugly game that I also lost money on. Um, Kevin, I was uh, not as bad as you, but I also really whiffed on this one. DK Metcalf over 20 fantasy points. Uh, it just appears that there's kind of a lost season for DK Metcalf. Uh, without Russell Wilson, with Russell Wilson banged up, he's looking at Tyler Lockett a lot more, short routes. I don't know why they're not getting DK Metcalf, you know, manufactured targets, but they're just not. Uh, he did not get there. However, I did make you some money. Uh, I'm going to be fading Carolina the rest of the way out on my picks. Um, <laughs> but I had Falcons plus two and a half. They went in there and, and beat Carolina pretty good. So uh, I did win you some money if you're listening to my picks. And I have, I believe, won money like three out of the last four. Write that down. So not too shabby. Yeah, not too shabby. Don't expect Carolina to be a favorite the rest of the season, though. That has come to a screeching halt. Um, under the new predictions, uh, write that down, write that down for this week. Um, on the player, I have Jimmy Garoppolo throwing for three or more touchdowns against the Falcons. Um, I think the Falcons are going to load up the box. They know Shanahan wants to run it. Um, and I, I think where they are actually, actually vulnerable is that secondary outside of AJ Terrell. I think they could get absolutely roasted this game. Um, yeah, Kevin, Jim, you already heard I like Jawan Jennings, so. If he's getting a touchdown, that means Ayuk's getting three himself. <laughs> um, I think we both kind of went the same. Uh, that's a lot for Jimmy G to score three, uh, but this is also a lot. I'm going for the Titans to run for 200 or more yards against the Steelers. That's a lot of yards, Kevin, uh, but Dalvin Cook had that on his own. Uh, and, you know, the Steelers missing some key players. Uh, Titans looking to run the ball. That's why I put down to Foreman as my flex play. I like the Titans to to run all over the Steelers. Yeah, I don't know why you do, do that to yourself, because I would have let you, happily let you have it at probably 125, even against the Steelers. I do think the Steelers are going to bleed, but 200 is a lot of points, and they don't have Dalvin Cook in their backfield. I don't don't know if you knew that one or not. Oh, wait. <laughs> Eric Henry isn't playing? Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I'm I gonna, knew that was going to sneak by. Uh, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my prediction. Um, how are you, you going to make the listeners some money this week, Kevin? Um, I, you know, I called out a game uh, that had way too many points in the, in the line um, last week, and I was wrong. So this time I'm going to correct in the other direction. And I'm going to say this game has way too few points. Um, I love the over 39 and a half Houston versus Jacksonville. Um, these teams both have really bad offenses, but the good news is they also have really bad defenses. And I think this could very easily turn into a shootout. Um, and it doesn't have to turn into a shootout to get to 40 points. I mean, that's a 19 to 21 game, which is still uh, plenty ugly football for uh, what could happen. I, I think th- I think this is free money sitting out there for anybody who wants it. Yeah, we're talking about two defenses that are atrocious, and uh, you know the offenses are just going to run into points, even though they don't even mean to score them. So uh, I like that as well. Um, and Kevin, on my side, this guy knows football, and this guy knows, you know, when teams need to win, 
The Bengals have to win this week if they want a shot at the AFC North. Um, They're plus one and a half at the Broncos. Um, The Broncos aren't really playing for anything. I don't think they can fight into a wild card. They can't really win the AFC West with the Chiefs surging. Um, Like you said before, no NFL team is going to go in there and give up. However, the Bengals are playing for something. Uh, They're really talented. And uh, I I think they go into mile high and beat them. I I like the money line, but if they're going to give you points, uh, I'll take them. Yeah, I think the Broncos are a very good team, but I I think the Bengals are maybe the better team. Um, And if they're giving the Broncos three points for home field, I I don't think that that one and a half is is probably – I think that's way too much of a favor for the Bengals. I, I like those points there for sure. Yep. Absolutely. Like I said, this brain knows football, Kevin. Uh, and, you know, if you want to come back for the TKD special update to hear about our league, you'll see that I do know football because uh, I made the playoffs. Um, but this was about you guys. This is about the, re- the the week, you know, 15 primer. This is trying to get you guys into, into the playoffs and deep into the playoffs, into your championship. Use those flex plays. Get the hotbeds. Get your players in those games out there. And, uh you know, start Titans running backs. Yeah, this, this is your last warning. Pick up Joshua Palmer before it's too late. You heard him, folks. We'll see you at the TKD special update.